Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. All right, so there was a moment that happened behind the scenes. A while back, while I was recording one of the episodes on my podcast. And after the moment happened, I thought the best decision was to not release the audio from this particular episode. I didn't feel like it served anyone well to do so. So I kept it behind the scenes. But in light of a recent conversation where all the parties involved came together, talked about it and gained some clarity and found a peaceful conclusion... I felt like it would be good to highlight that and bring the moment back. This particular moment happened around the time that Kevin Samuels passed away. And I found myself in a really, really tight spot where I was dealing with a lot and extremely frustrated about a lot as well. And to be completely transparent, being a black man in my position is challenging and frustrating. And there were a lot of times when I wasn't exactly sure how to deal with it or where to go with some of the challenges that I was dealing with. One of those challenges happened around the passing of Kevin Samuels because to be transparent once again, it was the first time in my life where I had to deal with being a black man sitting in a room and having to listen to white people make fun of the fact that a black man had just died. And of course, I understand that everybody did not agree with him or his viewpoints or the things he said or the things he did. And that's fair. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Some people feel as if there are certain things you should not make fun of. Other people feel like those things are fair game. That obviously differs from person to person. For me, the way I was raised, death is one of the things you leave alone. It's not something that you can control. It's something that comes for all of us. And I personally just never wanted to deal with the karma of dancing on anyone's grave, regardless of what they did while they were here, because they are no longer here. I just never got the point. But being black... In a situation where you watch a man address the black community about whatever he decided to address the black community about. It was a bit difficult to sit in the room and watch white people make fun of and highlight this man's death. And that's not something I was fully prepared to deal with, to be completely honest. Just like there were a lot of other things that were said or done that I wasn't completely prepared to deal with either. And I was upset about it. And so I said some things and made some jokes because I genuinely didn't feel like it was okay to just laugh at the death of a black man, especially a black man of which you may not have done enough research to know who he truly was. Um, we live in this world today where you take clips and you run with them and then you hate people. And behind closed doors, everybody says mean things. Everybody gets their shots off. That is a human thing. But it was a little different when it was hitting me right in my face. And I had to go home and deal with friends and family and associates saying to me, Yo, you're looking like a clown out here. You're really sitting on that platform just laughing with white people about this dude dying, a black man dying, and I wasn't laughing, but in their minds, I was allowing that. Like I had become a token to any black man. That is 
that is tough to deal with. And there were a lot of DMs and questions that I had to answer about that situation amongst others. And all of that frustration built up. In this particular instance, it happened at a time where I was already going through a lot, already frustrated, already just dealing with a lot and had been dealing with a lot for a very long time and bottling it in, trying to be professional at all times, keep it all inside. And this one particular day, I didn't do the best job of that. And I think for every other day that I did, it all came out of me. Now, for the week or two where I kind of had to sit there and indulge in conversations where everyone was making fun of this man's death, it was a very difficult thing to do. I really don't know how else to phrase that, and I really don't fully expect you to understand if you're not black, but if you are, I'm pretty sure you get it or you've been there before where you can feel something going on. You can tell something is going on, whether it's discrimination, racism, prejudice, what have you. You know it, but those around you may not know it as much as you do. And so you're kind of stuck in having to overcome it and be better than it at all times. And on this one day, I wasn't. At the time, Cairo was working with the company. And for whatever reason, he wanted to have a conversation with me and explain to me why he felt like it was okay at any point in time to laugh at a black man's death in a black man's face. Now, to be completely honest, I viewed Cairo as a friend. So I didn't see this as a situation that would go left. I thought it would be a conversation between two friends, and I thought it would be a teaching moment, a good lesson for everyone listening. And I thought I would get the opportunity to explain to him why, as a black man, it is difficult to sit in a room and watch people who are not black laugh at the death of a black man. And when he came, it didn't go well. And this is what we spoke about just the other day, Cairo and myself. He admitted that he was very disrespectful in his approach to not only the situation, but to me. He admitted that he came unprepared. He didn't really care. He wasn't willing to listen or hear me out. Didn't really care what I had to say. That wasn't his intent to come on and have a mature conversation or what have you. He just didn't care enough. And I didn't see that coming. I was blindsided by that once we began to talk about it. And he just continued to talk over me and pretty much not even take in any of the logic that I felt like I was presenting with my side of the argument. He had his headphones in, was halfway listening. And with all that I was already going through and dealing with, it took me right back to that moment of exactly what I was trying to express about being black in certain situations in life and just how you constantly feel disrespected or not heard or not taken seriously. And you got to work twice as hard to get half as much. And even when you do, you finally get there. You still won't get any respect. That's how I felt in that moment. And when I went to explain that to him and his reaction to me was, yeah, but I don't care. And if you don't like my opinion, you can get out the studio. Well, I felt a little disrespected. <laughs> felt like you can't tell a man to get out the studio when it's his podcast. And he said it twice. And he said to me, in his defense, he was wrong for that. And he apologized for it. And he said he didn't feel like I did anything wrong. He said, if in fact, all I did was yell, raise my voice, 
and get upset behind the disrespect that he clearly showed me in that situation. Well, then he felt like I actually handled it well. I don't necessarily agree with that because I'm disappointed in myself for even allowing myself to go to that point because I know I'm better than that. Regardless of how, what I was dealing with, regardless of how difficult it was for me, how much of a challenge it was or how disrespected I felt, yes, I understand why I said what I said and why I did what I did and it still makes sense to me. But I should not have said the things that I said in that manner. I should not have brought anyone else into the situation. And while I know that every human being has human being moments of losing their shit or of getting upset or of yelling, I also know that I am more than capable of conducting myself in a way where I don't have to go there. And it was a valuable lesson and I'll never allow myself to go there again. And at the same time, I expressed to him how I saw us as friends, especially with things that have happened behind the scenes between him and myself and my family. And I just really couldn't understand like where this level of disrespect was even coming from. Because had I known you felt this way about me or black culture, I certainly wouldn't have invited you on my platform. And I think just the, the years of dealing with situations and moments where I felt disrespected and not heard, it all came out of me in that one moment. It was one moment of where I felt that exact frustration that I am certain if not all, the majority of black people have felt quite a few times throughout their life. And in that particular moment, it got the best of me. And I let them know. I wish I would have handled it better in that moment. I wish he would have handled it better in that moment. I wish it didn't turn into what it turned into. I wish he would have taken accountability a bit sooner. However, it's over. We spoke about it. He shared his point of view. He completely understood how I got to where I got. And like I said, he admitted to him being disrespectful and so on and so forth. And I can admit to having a human moment and allowing that disrespect take me to a place that I never plan to visit again. Take full responsibility and accountability for that. Because though I felt like I had to do all of the apologizing and didn't receive any of the apologies, which as a black man, I certainly felt I deserved. I also want to continue to be the example regardless of what I feel like I'm receiving and always do the right thing. Shout out to Spike. And that's what I feel like I've done by apologizing, by being accountable. And that's really all you can do. And from that point, you just move on and wish everyone the best. But I am also glad that the two of us have spoke and that it's over. Lessons were learned on both sides. That situation was isolated, has nothing to do with anything else. And I hope he goes on to do amazing things in life. So shout out to him and shout out to the lessons that sometimes come from really hard places and really hard moments.